0: Larry, well, that's good. Glad that you
2: can. (laughs) Okay, let's see here. Four one seven, can you hear me? Okay, I think uh, Babs, is that you possibly? Babs, anyway, Babs, if you could call back in and just use the 140414 and the one pound sign because you used the, uh, someone has muted me out. This is messing up. Um, got a little glitch, folks, just bear with us. Talk
1: to you live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. You are joining the online studio. You are unmuted and can speak
0: with the host. Hi. Hi. Mary?
2: Yeah,
1: can you? Yeah, can you? Yeah, can you?
2: Larry? Well we've got yeah, I've got some glitches on talk shoe. I'm gonna to have to dial back in and see if we can get it. Very
1: okay.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna call back in on talk shoe okay. and see if we can have to dial back.
0: Okay, I'm here. Oh.
1: Okay. Oh. Yeah, I want to call back
0: in. I want to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> We're having We're phone right. fun today. <laughs>
2: We'll get it figured out. Please enter the show ID followed
1: by the county. You can ask the episode to 15 minutes before the schedule start time. That show ID is not valid. Welcome to TalkShoe. Please enter the show ID. Talking followed by the pound key. If you are not a Talkshoe member, enter one followed by the pound key. To get access to all features, sign
2: up for a free account at Okay, I'm uh, back with you. Can you hear me now?
0: There you go. I can hear you now. Okay. Well, uh, we got through the glitches there,
2: and it's just one of those things that's called being a part of life. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) And I apologize to Babs. I think it was Babs Rogers, whoever was on there. Uh, I think they used my moderator code, and it was blocking me out. And I see she's checked out. And, Babs, you can come back in. Or you can listen on Facebook Live. But you can come back in, Babs, uh, if it was you or whoever it was, by just using the one and the pound sign for your uh, passcode. So, with that, I'm going to turn this over to Mark, let him read his scriptures this morning, and then we're going to sing a couple hymns, and then we'll get started. Uh, sorry for the delay, all of our friends on Facebook Live, okay? Uh, we've got quite a group that has joined us. Guy Green, uh, as well as Don and uh, Asher. And um, I appreciate all the comments and so on. So we're going to uh, see if we can get the camera turned around for Mark here. Okay, Mark. Matthew 13 1 through 6. The same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. A great multitudes were gathered together in the him, so that he went to his ship and sat, and the whole multitude still on the shore. they spake many things and prepared the saying, "Behold, the sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth; where they sprang up because they had no weakness of earth. When the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they would away. Thank you. And when was that found, Mark? Matthew 13. Very good. Well, as you all can see, we're back in the cabin today. <laughs> it's nice and warm up here today. It's probably about 48 degrees, so very nice day. Uh, the first hymn we're going to sing, Mark, Mark Kennedy, can you still hear us?
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
2: Good. Uh, the first hymn we're going to sing is 474, and that is entitled "Jesus Is a Friend All Way." 474, taken out of the old school hymnal, and it's entitled "Jesus Is a Friend." Mark, do you want to start that for us yeah Troubles here below often bring us low. Jesus is a friend always. Seek his gracious love, pray to him above. Jesus is a friend always. Jesus is a friend always.
0: Jesus is a friend
2: always. He will be with you, trust in him and Jesus is a friend always. As the minutes slide, as the years go by, Jesus is a friend always Love was in abide on the other side. Jesus is a friend always and the trumpet sound and we all
0: arise. Jesus is a friend always Then our
2: wings will fly in that world I'm high
0: Jesus is a friend always.
2: Jesus is a friend always Jesus is a friend always. He will be with you, trust in him and him. Jesus is a friend always. Okay, let's sing 342. 342. That's Whispering Hope. Whispering Hope. Soft as the voice of an angel reading a lesson unheard hope oh, with gentle persuasion with the strength comforting words wait till the darkness is over wait till life's tempest is done over oh, the sunshine tomorrow after the shower is gone Oh, how well I was, oh,
1: how well I was. May my heart in its
2: sorrow rejoice. If in the of the twilight, in the region afar, will not the deepening darkness brighten the glimmering star. Then when the night is upon us, why should the heart sink away? When the dark midnight is over, watch for the breaking of day. Oh, there's anchors, anchor so steadfast, friends are there for the soul. Where the master has entered, robbing the grain of its gold. Come, glad congregation, come to my sad, weary heart.
1: Come, O thou blessed, selfless glory, never,
2: never be hard. History, no. oh, never depart. With
1: how well how will you I feel, how
2: well I May my heart in sorrow Well, I want to apologize to Babs because I should have made it clear to you, Babs, on how to do this. I know you're new, and I forgot you and Rob don't have uh, Facebook, so I apologize. Um, But you are welcome to uh, call back in on the number uh, for for TalkShoe, and then use the ID number 140414, and then when I ask for the passcode, this is where I messed up, I should have let you and uh, Carl know this. Uh, for the passcode, all you have to do is put in the one and the pound sign, and that, that uh, checks you in as a guest. So I apologize to you. Uh, sometimes I forget, you know, new people coming in, uh, they, they don't automatically know Thanks. things. So, okay, the next thing we're going to sing is a psalm. 147 a page 94 page 94 praise ye the lord for his good
0: praise to our god to sing for it is pleasant and to praise,
1: it is a comely thing. The Lord builds a Jerusalem,
2: brings back her captive sons. He Our Lord is great and great, and is His wisdom search cannon, the Lord of Horns and
1: brings
2: the wicked to the ground. With thanks so oh, praise the Lord our God, with hearts and praises sound. To cover the heavens with clouds, who pour the earth below, Prepareth rain, who
1: maketh rest upon
2: the mountain's throat. He cares for the beasts on the fields, and doth their food supply. He watches
0: o'er the ravens jump, and feeds
2: them when they cry. In strength of the force or speed of men,
1: the Lord
2: is no divide.
1: Let those
2: that fear and trust His love are pleasing in His sight. In strength of
1: horses, freedom and the Lord is so divine. Let those
2: that fear and trust His love are pleasing in His sight. Well, again, thanks for bearing with us and the little glitches we had this morning. And... uh,
0: uh, Mark, how's your week been? Very good, very good. I went to I went to Denny's for my free birthday Grand Slam because yesterday was my birthday. I'm 61 now.
2: Happy birthday.
0: Happy
2: well, birthday.
0: <laughs> well, and you're still a young
2: pup, 61. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I want to welcome Evangelist I hope I say this right, Uh, Makbul Mukhal, welcome aboard. And also, we have a special guest with us this morning from Pakistan, Ashur Bahati, and I had a conversation with him earlier this morning. So uh, we are, today, uh, what is really on my mind, it's been on my mind this morning is um, the simple gospel proclaimed and of course uh, there's no gospel without Calvary there's no gospel without election there's no gospel without the burial and there's no gospel without the resurrection and um, All of those are a part and parcel of the master plan of God and so today I want to look in the eighth chapter of Matthew and uh, we're going to just read through this and um, I'm sure mark will have some thoughts about this as well you know there's a lot of emphasis in our society today on psychology (laughs) Uh, if you you look in your local phone book under psychologists and counselors you'll get your boat loaded there's a lot of them there's marriage counselors there's drug and alcohol abuse counselors there's career counselors there's financial counselors uh, there's even uh, recreational counselors <laughs> Okay, how to how to have it best enjoy your vacation okay well the best counselor he is called the counselor Prince of Peace the Almighty God the everlasting father and we we need no counselor but Jesus Christ that's he is our he is our counselor he is our prince of peace he is our joy he's our mediator he is our advocate he is our uh provider he's elohim he is uh, he's the master <laughs> okay uh and so one of the things i i want to really uh point out is that. With all this focus on psychology and dream analysis and the subconscious mind and all this new-age out-of-body experience and people writing songs I can fly I can fly (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. let me tell you something Jesus Christ is all we need Jesus Christ is all we need And so, when we talk about the gospel, uh, we find that uh, it is it is a nourishment to our souls. It is uh, it's the only thing that we have that we can really depend upon. And uh, I miss. Well, i misspoke and i said the eight chapter, Matthew. my i've been on input overload i've been doing a lot <laughs> i was up during the night Uh you all might have seen uh good good morning uh pedro uh calvin Dico. welcome aboard this morning good to have you um you know it's interesting because uh a lot of people um on Facebook, that don't even know me, um, ask for money all the time. I don't mind giving, um, but people, I guess they see because I have 3,000 friends on Facebook, they think I'm a mega church or something. <laughs> and you can see we're in a little cabin here. Uh, we're not financially wealthy people at all. Uh, we're two or three are gathered. There we are in the name. In, but you know, uh, I don't. I don't come against people for asking for money but I always like to let them know that you know I'm not your rich uncle either <laughs> okay but uh, I, I want I said the 8th chapter of Matthew I want to actually go into the 26th chapter of Matthew um, because that's where I really uh, in fact I think um, I'm just looking through here, really, what I want to focus on I think um, I think I want I keep changing I apologize I think I want to go through the twenty seventh chapter, Matthew, because I've been thinking a lot about the cross, Calvary. we don't hear a lot about the precious blood of Jesus Christ uh We don't hear a lot about the completed work on the cross and so i'm going to have brother mark um, start i'm not going to read through this whole chapter and about the betrayal with judas and the 30 pieces of silver and all that Mm -hmm. uh but what i what i think i will do is uh start have brother mark start with verse 24 and we're just going to read down through the end of the chapter there verse 66 so if brother mark if you could read 24 down through uh let's see why don't you read down through verse 40 24
0: through 40 that'll kind of get us started
2: go ahead brother okay
0: very good all right God bless all of our saints listening in. God bless you this morning. Thank you for being with us, and may God bl- meet you at the point of your need. In Christ's name. In the authorized King James, starting in Matthew chapter, Matthew 24, right? Yeah, uh, Matthew,
2: no, actually, Matthew 27, uh, verses right. twenty.
0: yeah, verses 24 down through uh, 40. Got it, got it. Okay, Matthew chapter twenty seven in the authorized King James starting at verse twenty four. Verse twenty four When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Verse 25, then answered all the people and said, his blood be on us and on our children. Then, uh, Verse 26, then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Oh, this is when he was before the people, yes. Uh, Verse 27, then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. Verse 28, and they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. Verse 29, and when they had plated a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him saying hail king of the jews verse 30 and they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head verse 31 and after that they had mocked him they took the robe off from off off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to be to crucify him Verse 32, and as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. Verse 33, and when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull. Verse 34, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof he would not drink. Verse 35, and they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Verse 36, and sitting down, they watched him there. Verse 37, and set up over his head his accusation, written, this is Jesus the king of the Jews. Verse 38, then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. Verse 39, and they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads. Verse, and verse 40, and saying, thou that destroyed the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Well, here we
2: have the miraculous story. Jesus Christ freely laying down his life for his people. Yes. Came to to save his people from their sins. And we see, or Mark, began to read, Brother Mark began to read in 24. Uh, we see that Pilate was in this battle himself. Mm-hmm. Pilate knew that Jesus was not guilty of anything. In fact, That's right. Pilate said that the, I find no fault in him. Mm-hmm. Pilate knew that Jesus Christ was guiltless. That he was not, um, he was not guilty of anything, and he realized that he was being falsely accused by the chief priest and the elders. And, but yet, Pilate wanted to do what was politically correct. He wanted to try to keep peace with all of his constituents. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he was afraid what the political implications might have been had he not complied with their request. And we can apply that to today on a lot of levels. There are a lot of people that will compromise the gospel, compromise the word of God, because they want to be in the politically correct arena, don't they? Yeah. They want... They want to do what everybody else puts their nod of approval on. Yeah, what happens as a result of that is that the Word of God is compromised. So it says when Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing. Okay. When he saw that there was going to be trouble. You know, it's amazing how people think that water can wash away their sins, you know. Here's a good example of it. All, I mean, Pilate thought by just taking some water and washing his hands that that would clear him of all this, all of this sin that he was committing, the innocent blood that he was uh, getting ready to uh, bring upon his own head. A lot of people think that infant baptism water saves you. A lot of people mm. think their baptism saves them you know the Roman Catholic Church says that baptism saves you okay even John Calvin called the waters of baptism sacred water let me Mm -hmm. tell you something only thing that saves you there's a script there's a song that says what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus oh precious is the flow That washes white as snow no other fount I know nothing but the blood of Jesus well what did they say what was their answer when he said I am innocent of the blood of this just person well he he wasn't innocent of the blood of Christ but uh, what was their answer to him his blood be on us and on our children yeah you know you know it's true that we all have crucified jesus christ every one of us yeah Um, by our rebellion by our sin by our our profane profaning his holy name and a lot of other things that we have done but very specifically here those jews that were crying out for his crucifixion ask that his blood be on us and on our children and then they wonder down through the years why they have suffered so much okay yes well then released he barabbas unto them in other words again isn't this interesting jesus christ was our mediator our sacrifice and barabbas was released and christ was crucified in his stead but Christ was not just crucified uh, and Barabbas released when Christ was crucified all of God's elect were released <laughs> okay when Christ was crucified all of his elect were given eternal life when Christ was crucified all for whom he died for received a pardon isn't that wonderful then the soldiers of the governor took jesus and gathered and we know they they mocked him they spit on him they put a robe in his hand they put a um like a, a reed in his hand and and so on and it says in verse 35 they crucified him and parted his garments uh-huh. and there's a, also a messianic prophecy that foretells of that event of them parting his garments and so on mm-hmm. and I, all, I often have thought of these Roman soldiers that were doing this all this mocking and scoffing and and everything 36 is a remarkable verse and sitting down they watched him there all the people that were coming against him watched him go through all this agony and suffering and pain. Yes,
1: yeah.
2: and notice that they did put over his head, "This is Jesus, the King of the Jews." Now, where the what? Well, you know, a lot of dispensationalists say Jesus didn't come for the Jews. <laughs> okay, well, Jesus came for all for whom He died for. Jesus is the, by the way, Jesus is the king over all. He's over the king over all of his subjects, both his elect and the reprobate. He is king. Scripture tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay? So I also want to welcome aboard Emmanuel. Uh, Bamu, as well as Glenda Busby-Trotter, and Kofi B. that have also joined us. Welcome aboard this morning. Welcome, everyone. Well, yes, we have the the capital letters. uh, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. (laughs) They did not like that. That really upset, that really upset them. They did not want him to be king over them. They were looking for an earthly king. They were looking for a king that would come and deliver them out of the hands of the Romans and would take uh, and set up an earthly kingdom over all the earth. By the way, that's what the Luciferian Jews are still looking for today. That's mm-hmm. what the state of Israel is all about they're still looking for their Messiah to come. And they are right now in the process of rebuilding the third temple on the Temple Mount and reinstituting animal sacrifices and bringing in the red heifer and shedding Mm -hmm. blood when the blood of Jesus Christ is the only thing that can avail for anyone. Right. The two thieves, we know what happens here, we're going to go on through this. And it gives the account of the two thieves, I'll read down. But before I do, I want Brother Mark to jump in here and make any comments he has on this reading of 24 through 40. Go ahead, Brother Mark.
0: Sure, sure. All right. On verse 24. I, I found that very interesting how he tried to persuade the crowd, but could not and then he brought out water and a washing basin and symbolically he tried to wash his hands of it and that's just like politicians today they 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 uh they cave in to the will of the crowd that elected them and so it's nothing has really changed pilot right tried to reason with the people by saying, I find no fault in him and they wouldn't have it. And so he said he ceremonies ceremonially tried to wash his hands of it by his little ritual with the hand washing. I find that very interesting. And then in verse 39 and 40, they, the people that were passing by, they didn't, And they still don't to this day that Jesus talking about rebuilding, raising up the temple in three days, the temple of himself, not a brick and mortar temple, it's the temple of himself. And this rebuild the temple movement today that you were just mentioning, they they, they still don't understand that. (laughs) so they think it's going to be a third brick and mortar temple when Christ was referring to himself as the temple that he would raise in three days. Amen. Very, very
2: good. I'm glad you brought that up, you know, and on the hand washing thing, you know, Jesus Christ even brought that up with the scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites who were condemning his disciples for eating with unwashed hands. You remember that? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Right. And he said, you know, you're ins inside you're ravening wolves. He said, "Why don't you clean the inside of the cup, not the outside of the cup?" That's right. Well, we're going to go ahead and read verse 41 and I'm going to read this uh, I guess we'll read it down to, I'll read 41 down through uh, 54, and then I'll let Mark uh, kind of finish out. 41, likewise also the chief priest mocking him with the scribes and elders said, he saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him he trusted in God let him deliver him now if he will have him for he said I am the son of God these also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour and about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying Eli Eli la sabachthani that is to say my God my God why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. behold the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent and the graves were opened many of the bodies of the Saints which slept arose and came up out of the graves after his resurrection notice that and came up out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done they feared greatly saying truly this was the Son of God I'm gonna stop there I'm gonna just mm-hmm. make some comments, then I'm gonna have mark make some comments as well notice that um, the chief priest, verse 40, 41, the chief priest and the scribes and the elders uh, were all in collusion. They were all in collusion. And notice how that the two capitalized titles there in verse 42, King of Israel, King of Israel again like brother mark was saying they were looking for an earthly king Mm -hmm. they were looking deliverance from the authorities of Rome they were not looking they were not concerned about their eternal souls they were not concerned about their eternal salvation they were concerned about the physical preservation okay It says he trusted in God let him deliver him for he said I am the son of God well we know that both thieves um, also started mocking him but there was a change that took place in the thief that was on the right hand we'll see that later we also see that uh, they were Trying to proclaim that Elias he was crying to Elias when he was not crying to Elias. Okay, he was not crying to Elias. By the way, Elias couldn't save him. Jesus Christ said, I freely lay down my life and I freely take it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it says also that when he had cried with a loud voice he yielded up the ghost i love verse 51 i like it a lot because it tells us a lot about what the completion of the death on the cross accomplished it says that the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and this signifies that We can now enter directly into the Holy of Holies, because Jesus Christ is our advocate. In fact, the scriptures in Hebrews that says, come boldly unto the throne of grace, whereby we may find grace to help in time of need. He is our high priest. And I love the way that this veil was rent in twain. We no longer need a high priest to go in and offer sacrifices, Brother Mark said. And we no longer need <laughs> we never have needed and we never will need a temple made with hands Jesus Christ right. is the temple yes It's interesting that not only were many saints rose from the dead at this particular time but some more came up out of their graves after his resurrection notice that so there were two um, events that happened as it relates to people coming up out of their graves one was at the time of his death and the other was at the time of his resurrection I find that really interesting says that in verse 53 after his resurrection actually some of them went into Jerusalem the holy city and appeared unto many that must have freaked some people out right yeah Um, well anyway that's uh, quite a story of the deliverance of Christ's people that's what it is the deliverance of Christ's people he became sin for us who knew no sin he became our sin bearer that's why he went to the cross that's why he suffered that's why we have the 53rd chapter of Isaiah that tells us he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities and by his stripes we are healed man. Okay, uh, brother Mark, I'm going to turn it over to you. And then I'll have you uh, start um, with verse 54 and
0: read down to the end of the chapter there after you have make your comments there. Very good. Very good. Yes. In verse 42. They're still they're still confusing the realm of his authority by saying he saved others himself he cannot save. So they they didn't understand the nature of his salvation they thought that his authority was earthly authority but it's spiritual authority and so they mistakenly thought that if he could come down from the cross he has the power to save but they were totally confused that's why he would that's why he He was on that cross securing the power to save and defeating the enemy in the process. And then in verse 9, they still don't understand. By thinking, let us wait and see whether Elijah will, you know, Elias will come in and save him. So they still don't understand the nature of the salvation and the nature of Christ. Authority.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, now starting at this verse 54, correct? Yes. Okay, verse 54 to the end of the chapter. All right. In the authorized King James. Yeah. All right, verse 54. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. See, they believed only after seeing something. I'm reminded elsewhere in Scripture, it says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Okay, verse 35. And many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him, Verse 56, among which was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of Zebedee's children. Verse 57, when the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph who also himself was Jesus' disciple. Verse 58, he went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. Verse 59 And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth. Verse 60, and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. Verse 61. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulchre. Verse 62. Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate. Verse sixty-three, saying, "Sir, we remember that the, we, sir, we remember that 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 deceiver said, while well, he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again." Verse sixty-four, command therefore that the sepulchre be made sure until the third day lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people he is risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. Verse 65, Pilate said unto them, ye have a watch, go your way and make it as sure as ye can. Verse 66, so they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. That's very interesting. They said, Well, maybe we did. Maybe we better do this just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: uh, a, like a contingency flag, you know? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I find it quite interesting that um, this centurion here in verse 54. Um, yes had a revelation didn't he Yep. he had a revelation he he said truly notice that's capitalized truly I like the fact that the um, translators capitalized that truly this was the Son of God he had a revelation mm-hmm. well there's a lot of people that ha- had revelations Um, Jesus Christ revealed himself to uh, Zacchaeus. He revealed himself to Mary Magdalene. He revealed himself to uh, many people throughout his ministry. And he's revealed himself to us today that are his. You know, we cannot discover... Jesus on our own. That's right. We cannot cannot find Jesus. Jesus said, I have chosen you, you have not chosen me. But this centurion certainly had a revelation as to whom Jesus was. In John, it tells us that those who are who deny that Jesus is a son of God are of antichrist. But this centurion claimed that Jesus was the Son of God (laughs) that's a wonderful thing Um, notice that also uh, I like the fact that that Arimathea named Joseph who was also himself was Jesus disciple begged the body of Jesus you know, I'm glad that God saw fit to soften Pilate's heart. Of course, it was all ordained of God to yeah. grant the petition or the begging of Joseph of Arimathea. Uh, it shows his allegiance to his Savior, Jesus Christ, as his disciple, and he. You know, his tomb, uh, Joseph of Arimathea's tomb, to me, this is a wonderful story. It's like Jesus, I believe that Joseph of Arimathea realized that Jesus was going to come out of that tomb. He was just borrowing that tomb for a while, okay? And I believe that Joseph of Arimathea also probably had a revelation of realizing that by Jesus' resurrection would assure him not being in his own tomb, <laughs> okay? That he would also one day raise from the dead. And, of course, uh, we have now the story uh, that coming up. We're not going to go into the resurrection today. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can continue next week. In the 28th chapter of Matthew, which is a wonderful story of the resurrection of, of Christ. Okay. Um, notice, though, that the Pharisees uh, and the chief priests, uh, even after Christ's death, are just as wicked and vile as they were before his death. Notice that, verse 63. They came to Pilate saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver, calling Jesus Christ a deceiver, yeah. while he was yet alive, said, after three days, we'll rise again. They they knew that he uh-huh. had proclaimed that he, he said, if, if you destroy this temple, I will rebuild it in three days. They knew what that meant. They knew yeah. what that meant. By the way, the Jews today know Uh that Jesus rose. The the Jews today know the claims that Jesus rose from the dead. The Jews today know that the temple is representative of Jesus Christ's resurrection. But yet they want to replace it with something else. And by the way, there's no greater deceivers in the world today than the Luciferian Jews. There are no greater deceivers than those who are uh, ascribing to Babylonian Talmud and the Kabbalah and who in those documents blaspheme the name of Jesus Christ so just as they were blaspheming Jesus then and calling him a deceiver they are still doing it yet today yes Pilate granted their request and put a seal on on his grave and so on. And uh, of course, even yet today, there are Jews that say that his body was stolen. <laughs> okay, to try to to come against the the resurrection. And there's all kind of arguments out there, about there that Jesus Christ never actually fully died. He wasn't mm-hmm. dead. On and on and on it goes to try to dispel the power of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Yes. Well, so, I think this is a, a good stopping place. I'm going to let Mark uh, any comments you have about this uh, end of this chapter 27
0: Matthew. Oh, yeah, that pretty well covers it. Yes, they wanted they wanted to keep it quiet so it would make a minimal disturbance and. And when they ordered the tomb to be sealed, they knew you know, that that was kind of their little insurance policy, just in case it really happened. And of well, course, I'm, we know that it did really happen, and it blew their plan out of the water.
2: I'm going to open up the mic. We have another guest that joined us on talk you I don't know who you are. Um, because it doesn't identify you, uh, do you want to? You want to identify yourself? Uh, number three eighteen. Your area code is three eighteen. Uh, who's with us this morning on Talk you?
1: Hey, brother Mark and brother Larry. It's Carl.
2: <laughs> hey, Carl. Uh, was it your wife that tried to call in earlier? On? It was someone tried to call in on area code four one seven. I don't know where that would be from. But anyway, they, okay. Uh, someone tried to come in on four one seven, and they actually inadvertently used my moderator code. And uh, anyway, I'm glad that you've joined us. Well, do you have any thoughts, uh, Brother Carl, about this great uh, chapter that we've read through regarding the crucifixion of Christ?
1: Oh yes, sir. It's just it's just so much. Uh, it's just so much there. Uh, it's just so much to chew on there. Uh, I'm just reminded that, you know, in John 6, you know, after he feeds, after our Lord and Savior feeds the multitude and they come looking for him and they want to make him king because he tells them, you know, you ate the loaves and were filled. And he goes on to tell them once they ask him, show us how to work the works of God. And he tells them, it's the work of God that you believe on him who he has sent. And I'm just reminded, and I'm just reminded this morning that our salvation, from start to finish, you know, we're told by the Apostle Paul through the Holy Spirit in Ephesians that we're his workmanship before the world began. And uh, Mm -hmm. I just rejoice in that. I just rejoice in that. And I sure am glad that you guys are there, that the Lord has preserved you guys. And I know my beautiful wife is listening, and I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done for us and done for all of us. You know, we're told, you know, we're told in, um, I believe it's Hebrews 10, that for by one offering he has perfected forever them that are sanctified, and uh, that's us. That's us.
2: That's, Amen. I'm glad. Wonderful scriptures that you're using there. Fact that John six twenty nine. I love that. Uh, that's, you know that pretty well dispels uh, the total doctrine of Armenianism and free willism. You know it's the work of God. It's the work Man. of God. This is a works this is the work of god that you believe on him whom he has sent yeah and i love this the scripture in timothy that says the foundation of god stand assured he knows who are his okay and let, everyone, you, and let everyone that nameth name of christ depart from iniquity well i want to thank uh, brother carl for sharing with us this morning what a blessing to have another dear brother in Christ join us and I want to just before we close I want to just uh, make everyone on Facebook know that we will be having a talk show tomorrow night six o'clock with brother Edward Henry who is going to be our moderator and speaker he's Mm -hmm. going to be talking on why all the cognitive dissidents on biblical cosmology why (laughs) and I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, hour. our discussion everybody's welcome to join us we will also be on Facebook live at the same time with the program and I hope that brother Carl can join us um, because I'd like to introduce you to brother Edward Henry if you can I don't know if you have to work or not but also I want to uh let people know that we are going to continue our wednesday night uh, study i think we're ready for chapter 22 in the book god love does not love everyone but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting wednesday night on facebook live and talk show at six o'clock and then uh just so everyone knows the reason my son um and i have not been doing the uh, Bible study is that Mark's been having some challenges and so I don't want to put him through it if he's not up to it so I hope you guys will understand that so anyway but that's pretty much it for today I want to thank all of our guests that have joined us and I'm thankful for the cross of Christ and this precious blood that was shed at Calvary for all of his people he came to save his people from their sins particular redemption effectual redemption not potential salvation. Okay, right. absolute, absolute salvation. So, Brother
0: Mark, do you have any concluding comments before we close out? That was nice that Brother Carl joined us real quick, and I just praise God. Here we are on the first Sunday of 2019, and may God bless each and every one of us with new blessings this this coming year. Amen. Well, thank you. And thank you, Brother Carl. And give
2: your greetings to uh, your wife, Babs. And my wife, Rosette, says greetings to her as well. So, God, God uh, bless
1: you
2: guys. All right. We'll see you. And uh, God bless.
1: Bye.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do
2: when you win?